morning, Bez Hashem, this week, we're starting a new sugya. Sugya will take us through this week and next week. The sugya of being mechaiv yourself, tzedakah, b'machshava alone, something that happens to all of us. You're sitting in an appeal, you get inspired to give tzedakah, or you see an ani walk into the shul and you plan giving him a certain amount of money, and somehow either you change your mind, or he walks out the door before you get a chance to give it to him, someone else approaches you. So to what extent are you already mechaiv because you had the machshav alone, and to what extent do we say that machshav is nothing until you actually or might see bepeh or give it? There is no hischayvus. So this is the sugi we're going to be as Hashem discussing, and we'll do this week is try to discuss the shoshei hasugya. Is there even such a chiv? Does such a chiv exist by tzedakah? Is there such a din that you machuiv machshav alone, or is Tzedakah, no different than any other shvua, that if I have a shvua that I'm not going to eat chocolate cake until I make the shvua b'piv, nothing is chal. And how do we see that from the sugya? So that's what we'll discuss with Hashem this week. And as Hashem next week, we'll discuss prate hadinim, when is this actually chal? If there is such halacha, like we'll see that definitely one sad and Ramah, there is such a shita, and Ramah says we should be machmed that way. When does it chal? How specific? Can I make changes with which tzedakah? And as Hashem, that we'll discuss next week. So, the Sheyush of this sugya is the Gemara in Shuas and Chavav. The Gemara is discussing Shuas in general. And the Gemara brings a memory from Shmuel that Gomer That just thinking in your mind is nothing until you actually speak it out. The Gemara asks from a Braisa, which seems to have a concept of making a Shua. The Machshav alone, the Gemara says that no, that price were madcha first one way, and then the Gemara is madcha another way, but we're madcha that price. But then the Gemara brings the second price, so the Gemara can't be madcha. The Gemara brings the price that says, vasisa, From there, I would only see if you actually speak it out. How do I know that if I just have Gemir's Das? The Gemir's Das alone is Mechaivmi, Tamalaymer, Kolna Divlev. The Pusik, the Gemara brings the Pusik Kolna Divlev. From the Pusik Kolna Divlev, I see that a Nadova that's Belev is Mechaivmi. Now, what's interesting is the Gemara doesn't tell us any more words of this Pusik, and usually it's not such a big deal, but here there's more than one place in Tanakh where it says Kolna Divlev, which leads us to the Machlaiks and the Shayn. But Akopanim, the Gemara says that. Kolna divlev is mechayiv b'machshav. Now, the Gemara says, why can't I learn out from there? Fine, you're right. We have a kolna divlev, and the Gemara says, because we have this passage of kolna divlev refers to truma and kodshim. Truma and kodshim are shnei ksuv and We have two halachas, so the Torah tells us the same halacha twice, and the klal is kol shnei ksuv and ke'echad emelamdin. The Gemara says, what about, according to the Manda Omar, that Shneik Suvan Abon Ke'echad is Malamdin? And the Gemara says, well, still, it's Kodshim. We don't learn out Chulim from Kodshim, and therefore, this halacha is unique. It's a halacha which refers only to Kodshim, not to Chulim. It's a Shneik Suvan Abon Ke'echad. And therefore, this halacha is true, but unique to its circumstances. Shmuel's halacha is true. Shmuel is telling you a general halacha about all Shvuas, and there's a special halacha by Kodshim, and by Truma, that Kodshim and Truma are different, that over there, you could be Mechaiv and Machshav alone. Now, what we're going to have to figure out is what is Kodshim and Truma that we're referring to, 
And based on that, we'll have to see does tzedakah fall into those categories. But before we even get to that, there's a question the Rishayim discuss elsewhere. The Rishayim discuss that we know that there's a concept of dvarim shabalev einim dvarim. That if a person says something and he, in his mind, thinks otherwise, we disregard his thoughts and we only pay attention to his, to his words. Now, if a person says something in his mind, he's thinking, I don't really mean it, so his thoughts is varm shabalev einim dvarim. So how does it work that we can have a chiv b'machshava if dvarm shabalev einim dvarim? So there's two approaches to answer this question. The Rajba says that dvarm shabalev einim dvarim, it doesn't mean that your thoughts are meaningless. Thoughts have significance and they have consequences. It just means that when you have a dibur, so as opposed to a dibur, you have a dibur and you have a machshava, so we totally disregard a machshava when there's a dibur. But other Rishayim seem to understand that really there is a concept of Zvarm Shabalev and Dvar means that thoughts are nothing ever. Despite that, there's a special Gili Hakra over here that. When it comes to Kodshim, then thoughts are significant. But elsewhere, thoughts are taka insignificant. So they're understanding that thoughts are insignificant everywhere. Now, and they say because it's over here, it's a special Pasuk, Shneiks, Rabban, Ke'efer, Emelamdin. What does the Rajva say? So the Rajva will understand, L'chayr, and this is the Chayr, explain, that the Rajva would understand that the Shneiks, Rabban, Ke'efer, the Chiddush, that the Torah says, Emelamdin, is just the fact that the Mahshava is Mechai of you, that the Chalois Chiv is Chal. But on the fact that the machshava has significance, that you could learn out from these psukim that there is a significance to the machshava. It just doesn't create a chiv, but machshava does have significance, and that's why he has to give his tarets that dvarim shabalev einim dvarim doesn't mean it's meaningless. Your thoughts. It means that dvarim shabalev einim dvarim to the extent that there's a deeper that contradicts them. So, either way, for sure, when it comes to kadshim. We have a significance to your machshava, and you are obligated by your machshava alone, your machuyev, and it has a din of a nether. Now, it's interesting to point out that although it has a din of a nether, it doesn't mean that the item becomes kaddish. There's a concept of that sometimes the deeper alone could be makes a chalais of kedusha. But over here, it doesn't. It clearly doesn't make a chalais kedusha. The machshava, the machshava, just helps to be mechayiv you. It's midin neder. It's not actually kaddish yet. It is mechayiv you midin neder. Now, just before we go on, it's kedai to point out that although when it comes to general halachas, there is no chiv most nedarim and shuas, there's no chiv b'machshava lo. Like Shmuel says that gomer believe it's to the but there is a halacha when it comes to brought in Chayshin Mishpat, that when it comes from the story through Safra, that Safra was going to sell something, and some came over to him and offered it at a certain price, and he was going to accept it, but he was in the middle of Kriyishma, so he had to finish saying Kriyishma, and, and uh, the person thought that he was ignoring him because it wasn't a high enough price, he made a higher offer, and when he finished saying Kriyishma, he gave it to him at the original price, because that was where he had Gemir's Das. And the Gemara says that that's the key of the Pasuk of Dever Emes Bovavai. So although a person's not obligated, there's no Cheshem Mishpachiv, it doesn't even reach the level of, of Mechusra Amana, you're not considered untrustworthy, but there is a Midas Chasidus that a person should try to be Mekayim as Machshava. So Machshava is not nothing, and even if you hold Dvarim Shemalev, Edim Dvarim is a cloud that there's no significance, it means there's no legal 
significance, but in terms of you yourself, there definitely is an idea of that you should try to keep to your mashav. So, as that would relate to tzedakah, if a person thinks, plans on giving a certain amount of tzedakah, even if it's not going to be elevated to the level of a nether, which is a shul, the sugi we're discussing here, is a chal that it's nidre tzedakah, that I'm now obligated to give it, and I can't back out unless I can make atar tzedakah or something like that, but definitely a person should be if a person has an intention to give a certain amount of tzedakah to a certain cause, then the Midas Chassidus definitely would be that you have to give it. So even if we're going to come out from the sugya that there is no such actual chiv of nether, or at least we'll come up with situations in which there's no nether, but we have to remember that Maitzisechatishma, a person should be Mekayim his Machshava, and he should not just be Chayzer for no reason. That's the Midas Chassidus, that would seem to be more of a din Bain Adam Lamakim hidden himself, or maybe Bain Adam Laatsma, you could call it, that to keep his, to be honest, his word, but not necessarily a din nether. But we're trying to figure out is there an actual din nether here? So we saw that this, that the Gemara says that it's Chum of a Kodshim, Echad. So we have three different approaches in the Rishonim what Chum of a Kodshim are. Basically, we have three possible Psukim, and we have every single one of the permutations how you can pick two of the three, right? There's only three possibilities. So we have all three possibilities are chosen. We have a Pasik. Now, this much the Gemara tells us Kol Nadev So we have to find the Pasik that says Kol Nadev But there's two Psukim that say Kol Nadev There's a Pasik that says Kol Nadev in Divir Hayamim, referring to a carbon oila. There's a Pasik in Parshas Vayakel that says Kol Nadev referring to donations to the Mishkan. And then we have a third area where we find something is Chava Machshava, and that's not a Pasuk V'kol Nadev Leiv, and that's Chuma that you take from your Dagon, from your, from your grains, from your produce, and Chuma, it says, V'nechshav Lachem Chumaschem, and we learn from V'nechshav that Chuma is Chav B'machshav. So you have these three places where we discuss Machshava in refer, referring to either Chuma's Dagon, referring to Chuma that they gave, well, we don't really usually call it Chuma, but the Nedavas are given to the Mishkan, and rever- referring to an actual carbon that a person gives. Rashi understood that the Chuma the Gemara is talking about is Pasha's Chuma. Tichlas Shumasi, Kol Nedavlev, that's the Pasha of giving to the Mishkan. And Kodshim refers to animals of Kodshim, and that's from the Pasha of Kol Nedavlev, Oilis. Rashi has the advantage, Rashi's Pshat, that both of the Gemara's and Mudim are coming from the words Kol Nedivlev, as the Gemara mentions, which definitely makes it go nicely in the Gemara. Taisus is bothered, he doesn't mention it specifically, but obviously bothered that Chuma, usually when the Gemara says Chuma, never doesn't really mean Chuma for the base of Mikdash. Chuma means Chuma, right? You give to the, you give to the Kayin from your grain. So Taisus understands that the two Psukim, he leaves out totally the Pasuk of Kol Nedivlev, and Taisus focuses exclusively on the psukim of Kolnadiv Lev, and again, Eula, which is a carbon, that's actually Kachi Shemayim, and Chuma, Chuma's Dagon, that it says, Venech Shavachem Chumaschem, it says those are the two psukim. We're talking about Karbonus, and we're talking about Chuma. The Rosh, the Taisus Rosh, has a problem that, now it's not 100% clear how, how where all these pieces is, and the Rosh himself is quoted as saying different things in different places, but the Rosh 
says that the third permutation, which I think the Rajva also says this way, and could be this is really supposed to be a piece in the Rajva, that the two psukim will take, he says, how could you have a shnei ksum von ke'echad, a malamdin, if one pasuk's not in the Torah? The pasuk in the Torah should teach you. The fact that later on in Suvin they use the same word, doesn't take away the fact that the pasuk in the Torah is there to teach you. So shnei ksum von ke'echad has to be two psukim in the Torah, and therefore he says it's v'nech shalachem shumaschem, shuma, and the pasuk that refers to kodesh bedikabagis. Right, that kasha is equally shown twice. If you're willing to take the pasuk of kol nadevlei from devei yomim, you have a kasha. What type of shnei So these are the three different pasul mahalchem. Where does this make a difference? Well, higher the difference is going to be once we're going to come to tzedakah. How is tzedakah going to fit into this paradigm? So, on the one hand, we have the sheet of the Rosh. The Rosh says clearly that Tzedakah, the Tshuva Tzedakah, Tzedakah is no Shaykhis. Tzedakah is something that's Chulun. It's not Kodesh like a carbon. It's not Truma. Truma is Truma. So, if you learn Psukim, that Truma refers to Truma that you get from your Dagan, which is a special din and that has Kedusha that's Chalun. And Kodesh refers to Kodshim is Beach, Karbonus. So then, what shaykh is tzedakah? Tzedakah is a nice thing, give tzedakah, but we don't see anywhere. And other rabbi, there's a gemposik that seems to say that that that, that, that the Gemara seems to darshan, other rabbi, from the posik, that tzedakah is only something that you mechaev, bepeh, and not belayev. So, l'chayr is like the rash, there's no fear. However, if you go like Rashi, and you understand that truma refers to what? Truma refers to now, if you go like the, before, I'm sorry, before I get to Rashi, even if you learn like the way they brought over here from the Taisus Rashi, since we should to the Rajba, that we use the Pasik of Chuma, but that Pasik we're going to understand to be referring to Kodshim, Kodshay Shemayin. So again, if you're understanding the Psukim, that, that Kodesh over here means Kodshay Shemayin, and that's the Pasik either of in Devrayamim, of Kolna Devlev, or even the Pasuk in Parshas Vayakel, which is referring to something that actually gets the Kedushas Mizbeach, or at least Kedushas Bedekabayis. So, if you're learning that way, that's Kodesh, and you can't learn out Kodesh to the Chulun of regular Tzedakah L'Chayr. And Truma obviously is different, also is Kodesh. However, Rashi, that learns that Truma refers to the Nedavas to the Beis HaMikdash, and we have Truma and Kodesh. Kodesh means real Kodshim. Kodshim, Kodshim is Be'ach. And we're saying there's also a thing that's called by Truma, that you give the donation to the Bedek and we're just calling it Truma, not Kodesh. So then it would seem that there's good cause to say that we can compare Tzedakah, which is also in the Dharm, and is very similar to the concept of giving to the Bedek And based on that, it would seem that you could learn out that tzedakah also would fall into this general category of truma and would have the chiv of giving to the Vedicabites. And we talk and saw that the Beis Yosef brings down these two different approaches to learning the sugya. He first brings the rush, which the Torah brings down, that holds that this is special then for Kodshim, no shaykhist to chulun, our tzedakah is all chulun, and therefore there is no room for, no room to say this by tzedakah. But then we have the Mordechai and other Rishonim that learn that no, that when it says Chuma, we're referring to Nedavis, and if we're referring to Nedavis, so Tzedakah is also called Nedarim Unedavis, and therefore Tzedakah would also have this Chiv to B'mashav. Now, 
how do we hold the halacha? Right? So we have Machlik Shashayim, we have on the one hand, we have the Shittas Harosh, that Tzedakah is Chulin, there's no Shaykhis to this halacha, is a special Kodshim halacha. We have the Shittas of Mordechai and other Shashayim that seem to say that it's, that Sebeferish that applies to Tzedakah also. So how do we pass in the halacha? So before we get to how we pass in the halacha, so the Marik adds another Kenech, maybe we'll go into more next week, that the Marik says that an adava to the Beis HaKnesses is chal, because a Beis HaKnesses mikdash ma'at. So we can maybe be in between the two extremes. You could say it's only for real Kaidish. You could say it's even for chulon of Sam any tzedakah to an ani. But then Marik seems to say that maybe for an ani, that maybe wouldn't be chal. But for a mikdash ma'at, which we have a lot of halachas of, of shuk, Beis and Beis mikdash are similar, so that's already similar enough to Kodshim, that it would be chav machshava. So there's a possibility of saying that when it comes to a Beis HaKnesis that has the Kedush of Mikdash Ma'at, it is chav, but maybe not for an Oni, which is definitely chul. Halacha Lamaisa, however, the Ramah brings both things. The Mechaber does not bring the Tzad, the Yimachuyiv, the Machshava, and he brings it in Hilchus and Chayshemishva, when he brings it, the Chubas Arash. But the Ramah brings down as follows. He says, M'chishiv b'livay litin eze dover l'tztaka, chay v'kayim machshavtay, once you said it, then already we can, we can force you. But if you yourself know you're going to believe it, you have to give it. Then he brings the other day. The Iker is like the first sheet of the Yuar Machuyev, the Machshav alone. And then he says, is where it brings the Chuvas Harash who said that if you bought something, you're planning on donating it to Tzedakah, you're not Mechoyim. And over there, again, we have the Lashon of the Ramah. The Mechaber doesn't bring the Tzad that you're Mechoyim. But, I'm sorry, but the Mechaber brings both days. But, where's the Chesh Mishpat? That's the next page? That's the Torah Chesh Mishpat. I'm not sure if it's the Chesh Mishpat. I lost which page it is. What? So that was the oh right sorry thank you I was sitting right there. She bought karka with das when I buy it I'm gonna make it hectic. So the first brings the first day the sheet of Marik and all the and Mordechai that lost his stocka chayv weeting the yesh misha aimer and then he brings the sheet of Sirach the avul gav the ksiv kol nadiv leiv. So again, clearly he's focusing on the cognitive labor of the Gemara as the possible oilus, which is real kachim. Chulim mikachim leyafinam. I can't learn out chulim from kachim. Ve'idna kol kodesh eisha din chulim. Everything there's no real hektish. You call it mom and hektish, not real hektish. Shein hektish atul vedek abayis. Ve'ini el tzedaka hilkach kol shleitz v'siv ene klum. Now in the klolip sack and the chaver lachayim, we would go with the v'yesh mishaimer. Not 100 percent clear. So v'yesh mishaimer, v'yesh aimrim. But I'll call upon him. The chaver would seem to weigh more on the side of the rush. But the Ramah over here says, He should be Machmir. So, the Ramah again is being Machmir. That's interesting. He changes the Lush in, in Yeridea. In Hilch Sadaqah, he said that, Over here he just says, Why is he say a, a softer Lush in here? So the Goyin says, It's because in Yeridea, he's telling you what you should do. You should know that Iker over here is Mishpa. So when it comes to the Dayonim and the, the Bezdin, so it's only you can't force the person because it's only it's Mishpa. It's Yesh Lahachmer. It's not he has the right to say no, but in your day it's telling you what you should do. You should give it. So I'll call upon him just to conclude. What we're coming out with halacha is 
that the Mechaber maybe seems to weigh like, more like the Rosh, that you're not Mechoyev, but definitely the Ramah holds that the Ikel Halacha is that a person makes a nether, believe, to give tzedakah, he's Mechoyev to Mechayim the nether. However, as Hashem, we're going to have to discuss next week, there's Mechayrus that not every thought, you know, people just have these mental uh, blurbs that just go off in their brain, not every mental thought to give something reaches the level of a nether belay, we'll have to discuss how clear and how focused it has to be. We'll also have to discuss to what extent can you switch around from one tzedakah to another, and other varying situations where there is a machshava belay, but maybe there's a deeper connectai, and Bez Hashem will discuss those details next week.